we knew what businesses wanted, then we had to figure out, well, what do we prioritize and do ourselves? And what do we actually allow the best in breed in their own categories to do themselves? And, and how do we make that a really effective offering? You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast. This is your host, Chris D'Antuano with Currency Clive. And today, I'm happy to have Eitan Benzinsan from North One. Eitan, how are you today? I'm very well, thanks. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. And I'm really excited to have you on for our listeners. Eitan has created North One which is a fintech platform that supports small to medium businesses. And Eitan, if you could start off with a brief background about your experience, which led you up to North One. Yeah, my pleasure. North One is a small business banking service built on the idea that um, APIs should power banking in the future, that banking will be mobile first, and that banking should be getting as deep into the life of a small business to remove as much of the busy work they have in their back office when it comes to money. And, and that actually reverses itself into uh, my life in two important ways. I grew up amongst a family of small business owners. And so it was just part of my childhood to see my grandparents running their business and then, you know, closing the doors at night, so to speak, and then starting to do the books and running after payroll and invoices, et cetera. Same thing with a bunch of uncles and aunts. I saw the enormous burden that financial management placed upon these businesses, you know, 30 years later, I still saw a number of my friends who were starting their own small businesses having the same problems, just that now they were doing them on a desktop versus on paper. I ended up spending just over five years at McKinsey in the financial services innovation practice. And that's where I think the last piece of the puzzle came together for me to be able to think about North One and, and what it could offer. I spent a lot of time looking at the startup ecosystems around the world and understanding what kind of innovation was coming down the pipeline and then using that as a way to inspire clients in North America. At a certain point in time, I realized that people are really rethinking the way that financial services can be delivered and so much so that it got me thinking about what is a really interesting way that we could serve out financial services, but change the impact that they have in the life of the people who receive them. And, you know, the small business sector resonated tremendously for me. It was one of the most important ones from a societal impact and economic mobility. And so over months and months of iterations and just interviewing any small business owner I could, the idea of North One, which is a banking service, a bank platform that actually as the finance department for a small business came to life. And when you did your research for, I guess, this this sector or the small businesses in this world, did you not see them being supported by, I guess, a full service suite that you did it over at North Lawn? Yes. I mean, the, the biggest problem that a lot of these businesses had is that they're so small that they weren't getting the service that they needed from the banks that they were with. But I think the other important piece is that Historically, banks have really thought of their role as a store of value, a way to move money, occasionally a way to lend money. But what we wanted to do was to take this relationship the business has with the bank and say, yes, the bank account is at the core of everything you do. But if you actually think about the use case of where is all this bank data going and what is the business going to do with it, why don't we actually build out to solve those use cases in the back office? So how do we help that business get 
their accounting or their bookkeeping done in half the time? How do we provide them with some basic analytics on the financial health of their company? And the, the magic timing for us was that so much of the small business sector has been innovating quite quickly where you have incredible suites like QuickBooks, Expensify, Zero, who are helping businesses do this. And what we wanted to do was connect to those, not rebuild them, but very much connect to them with an API-based banking offering such that all of a sudden these disparate sources of data can start talking to each other and then we can package them out to solve those use cases that are happening in the back office of all those small businesses. So we're in many ways connecting the dots through the bank account. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a massive value and it seems as though that these types of services are definitely either built out or supported in, in the large enterprise world, but why not have the tools available for the small businesses uh, to be able to operate the same way in a seamless, in a seamless way? Yeah, and, and to, you know, so to clarify, you know, we have a banking partner. Um, and so when a business comes to North One, in about three minutes, we can onboard them. We're able to open a business checking account. We're able to then move money for them by AC, by wires, give them a debit card. It's like Chime for business, right? And with the added step that we're now thinking, well, what are they going to do with all this data? And what do they need to know about all these transactions they're making? Let's actually fill those answers and fill the blanks for them so that they don't have to do the research and the work themselves. Yeah, that brings up a really good point. So when you decide to go down this route, what types of features and how did you determine what types of features to add? Um, obviously, you, you know, you're going to build on that based on what the, the users want. But I guess to, to bring in the product itself, how did you determine you know, what key features would be most valuable to these small businesses? So this was actually uh, an exercise in discipline. We probably have interviewed a total of 300 businesses so far. I had personally done about 120 where I really went high level and asked them about problems in the business, what keeps them up at night. And any of those businesses that would say something related to money and problems one, two, or three, I would continue the interview and start probing and really allow them to guide me to where the sources of friction or stress or cost in their life was. And that helped us create a sense of a product roadmap. And then it was our job to start tying that together into an actual coherent value proposition. So then it was, you know, we knew what businesses wanted. Then we had to figure out, well, what do we prioritize and do ourselves? And what do we actually allow the best in breed in their own categories to do themselves? And, and how do we make that a really effective offering? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then I guess when decided to do those, what challenges did you start to face that I guess were unexpected that always come up when you start building out your own product or, or ideas? You know, could you touch on some of the challenges that you guys faced uh, internally to, to be able to get this to market? So we're in an interesting place where, on the one hand, our business is highly dependent upon partners. You know, we have a partnership with a chartered bank. We have to work very closely with them to originate the bank accounts that are offered through our platform to move the money, et cetera. So the first big challenge was actually finding partner with the kind of infrastructure, the culture, the long-term vision, and the economics that allow our business to work effectively. And that's just that's no easy feat. We've probably talked to nearly a hundred banks as we whittled down to figuring out who's the right fit for us. Well, I was just interested on to tap on that. I mean, 100 banks is, is a lot. How how long did that take for you guys to actually determine, you know, this is the bank we want to go with, with our vision? Probably about three to four months. Yeah. I mean, this was an exercise in, I call this the get to the early no exercise, where we had 
filters that we created. We were scorecarding every bank we spoke to. And the goal of every conversation for me was to, as quickly as possible, eliminate a potential bank, either from a timing point of view, you know, a technology point of view, anything we could do to say, this is just not going to work, so that we could then create the bandwidth to have lengthier and deeper conversations with those highest potential institutions that we were talking to. I see. And then it was, I guess, when you prioritized what was needed, was it more of a, a full package or were you basically sacrificing some, some items for tech or some items for coverage? If you could talk a little bit about you know, how you did solidify, I guess, that banking partner. Yeah. That you had. So we had some non-negotiables, which in any possible scenario we had to have. And some of them were on the technology side, some of them were on economics and so on and so forth. Then when you're starting to compare the nice to have, that's where we created a, a scorecard where we would then kind of give a rating of one to five on a number of different dimensions of each of the different partners we were speaking to. And then we could weight those accordingly. And that helped us differentiate between a very apples and oranges situation where at least we, we knew how important different features were. And then when we would weigh them according to each other, it would kind of help us prioritize our discussion. Now, the, the scorecard didn't dictate anything to us as much as it helped guide our own conversations. And then we allowed kind of our, our own spidey sense to give us a sense to where the best fit was, where we were seeing the, the right kind of mindsets and move forward. Yeah. And that kind of transitions to my next question, which would be, um, once you did solidify that banking partner and understand based on your scorecard, did you do the same things on how to determine the features that you wanted to to offer to the customer, whether you build or buy and how you solidify you know, specific partners to do different opportunities for what you wanted to offer to the end customer? Yeah, very similar. So, you know, for the end customer, it's almost the reverse of it, where we needed to understand what were the problem sets that we were in the position of actually tackling for them. And then if we understood what was the kind of tip of the spear that we offer, how little of that can we actually build? How can we leverage everything out there that's done really well and put it together so that we can solve the problem? So just as an example, you know, back office bookkeeping and accounting is, is terrible for a lot of small businesses. And you know, a lot of them said, I wish that you, know, you could improve my accounting processes. There's a lot of accounting suites out there that do this really well for different types of businesses, everything from zero to Wave, FreshBooks, and QuickBooks. Why don't we actually find a way to make those accounting suites even more powerful for the end user by creating an API integration into them rather than trying to say, well, how do we reinvent accounting, which is not exactly what we're out there to do. We want to actually change the relationship a business has with its bank and one of the best ways to change that is to allow the bank account to talk to all the different tools that business is using. And that was a, an example of where we said, that's a great partner opportunity. What we're going to build, though, is going to be things that only we can do and nobody else out there could provide us as good of an experience in a partnership. Did you run into any issues being obviously API first? Did you run into any issues you know, finding products that you wanted to connect to, but the technology wasn't up to, up to par for how you guys wanted to integrate into Absolutely. You know, being API first is a flag that we've kind of planted. We say this is this is the world we want to build for. And that immediately eliminates a lot of potential partners who are only getting into the world of, of API integrations or who have APIs that don't really, you know, that don't work in a modern way. So it, it kind of helped us in a way by having 
mm-hmm. taken such a forward-looking stance, which is not, you know, we're not so radical about it as much as we're saying, though, if you don't have a proper API to connect, it's just not going to make sense for us to work with you. Our, everything for us is modeled around being able to leverage APIs to put everything together. And that, that was a big piece. And the next one was, there's this kind of the shiny objects illusion where, you know, a lot of providers out there really wanted to have any, like they're, they genuinely wanted to have an API integration. And they were so enamored with the idea of, of the potential for it that when it push came to shove and they went back to their organization to say, can we deliver this? Reality kicked in where they said, you know, we're still a year, two years away from being able to offer what they wanted. And those were actually the most dangerous conversations for us because you're hearing a lot of enthusiasm with your counterpart. But when you start lifting the hood and you start looking inside, you realize that they're the ones who see the future the way you do. But there's another a whole organization that has to kind of catch up to them. And um, those are ones that actually burn your, your timeline quite easily, even though there's no bad intentions any, in any place. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. We've seen the same initiatives over here as being that API driven technology, you know, you have to make that decision and just move forward from from that point. And I guess the last piece here that I like to touch on is that, you know, we talked about small businesses looking to to enhance, you know, all of their services with the bank. But for our listeners here, you know, who would be your ideal customer? I, I obviously, it could be a, a lot of different areas, but uh, just just the, the ideal customer that you could fit that we can send, you know, your way from, from our listeners. Yeah. So the perfect use case for us is somebody who's who's running a business themselves with a, a number of partners and they're big enough that the business is, it has some complexity on the financial side, but not big enough yet that they have a VP finance or an in-house controller to, to make a lot of that work go away. And so it's really people who find themselves as owners of companies, but doing a lot of the grunt work themselves or having to pay a lot of money for a bookkeeper or an accountant to get a lot of it done. What we're able to do is actually have or sometimes take off two thirds of that work on reconciliation, end of month closing, cash flow analytics, and even some financial planning and, and tax calculations for these folks. And they're the ones who benefit the most. When you have a VP finance, their full-time job is to think of this stuff. So yes, they'll definitely want to save time, but they have far bigger concerns, which is moves beyond what we're offering right now. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a need that I've seen out in the markets. I'm really glad we got to have this, this conversation today specifically for our listeners. So there's definitely that need out there. I guess the, to, to close here, what's the best way for our listeners to get in contact with you for interest, uh, whether it's a partnership or opportunity to open up an account? So they can absolutely go to our website, www.northone.com. And they can also just email me directly, you know, A-T-A-N, E-Y-T-A-N at northone.com. I'm, I'm happy to hear from anyone. Well, that's awesome. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on today, A-T-A-N. There's a lot of Useful information for our listeners. I know we've, you know, talked uh, over the past couple of years. I'm glad we got to have you on eventually, and you know, looking forward to seeing you know, your North One grow. And you know, appreciate the time today. Thanks a lot, Chris. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at CurrencyCloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.